Hey, it's the Over 35 Podcast with Leslie Jones McLeod. I went on an unexpected hiatus. It wasn't really a hiatus, because this isn't really a show. So, I don't know, I'm not even in the broadcast industry, I don't know their words. Anyway, I got sidetracked, because remember I was reading from the, well, okay, on Instagram, and on Instagram, I was reading from the Bible, the Song of Solomon, I started reading it there, you know, to, you know, hopefully start reading it here. But you know what? The devil really raised up. Not the way he could have, but he he does not want the Song of Solomon being read on these little apps that I'm using. You know why? Because it's about the dark-skinned bride and how she thought the king was cute. And the king was like, I think you cute. And they, when they got it on, and she didn't have to work in the vineyard no more. This is King Solomon. He had a bunch of wives and sad girls. I hate to call them sad pieces, but that's what they was. Concubine is a sad piece. If you in the streets and you from the 70s, you're bottom hoe. If you're a modern person, then you're wife. But he had a bunch of wives, but a lot of them were alliance, political alliance wives. Um, this father gives his princess so-and-so away, and you know that makes us allies, and our little area gets protection from Solomon had a bunch of horses and armies. They said don't amass, but he amassed. He, he did it. He did what he thought was best. And he was deemed wise by God, so he could do what he wanted to do. And he collected women and horses and chariots, just like some of us. Got people right here on this earth that do the same thing because they have so much resource. And they do what they like with their time and their money because they grown. They like women. You can call them whatever you want to call them. They like women. They spend time and energy and resource on women. On car, on fine chariots, on whips, on cars. We're doing the same thing that they've, we've always done here on this planet. The time has changed and some of the things that we get to buy. But he liked fine chariots and made wives and concubines. I mean, he took care of these ladies. They'd say do the same thing here. We hooking up. We live together. And yes, they had his babies. So you just don't get as much as the woman who's his wife, unless you're his favorite. See, because then you got 700 this and 1,000 that. Man, you, you might have a favorite, but you wouldn't have to see the same one twice in a couple of years. I mean, he had to have an excellent chef to keep that stamina up. Anyway, I, I got off track. And then a lot of stuff just... Only when I read from the Bible. I can talk about anything else and nothing... Nothing ever happens. You get to talking about that Bible. Things that really happen. Stuff that we can use. Information that we can use. The things in the Bible set precedents. It's like a law book. It's a precedent setting book. If you see the example in there, it's something that happens today. Or that could happen today. Things of that nature. I'm a strong believer in studying the past to understand your present and your future. I, I really am a history buff. That just, I think, 
was brought up that way. I like documentaries, things of that nature. I like silly stuff too, but I wanted to be a fashion designer and then an anthropologist, some type of scientist. I got a degree in journalism. It's a baccalaureate of science because I took science classes. I should have become a scientist. Anyway. It's just that the world is going back to the way things used to be or the, the way we remember them to be. Picking up where we left off. We have to remember to be nice to each other. A lot of people have gone through hell and that they still here is literally a miracle of God because they lost so many people. A huge loss of life took place here. And then just to be just as flippant and ignorant with your time, your mouth, you know, watch your mouth. Don't be so quick to flip people off and don't be so quick to mouth off. And, and people, please stay in your place, in your lane, in your little box. Don't live out loud right now, all up in somebody's face, taking up all the oxygen in the fucking room. You're going to get cussed out real hard because people, they're just, they don't have anything left in the tank when it comes to being nice, when it comes to being civil. And they may not have been, you know, too good at that in the first place. And then you topple that with, with loss, serious loss of life. People are not signing up excuse me, to go to therapy. I'm drinking a watermelon smoothie. I had grilled, I smoked the water, well, grilled it. Heated it up. I heated up the watermelon thinking that it was, I don't know, gonna taste good. And I put some of that lime spice on there. It did taste good, but it tasted like a tart vegetable. And I'm like, I eat enough vegetables. So I whizzed it together with some kombucha. And then I put some tequila in a little bit of it. Because it, it's been that kind of day. Actually, it's been that kind of afternoon, evening. I went to the gym and now I'm done. I'm having me a little sip. Got pineapple juice in it too. Anyway, i just been noticing. You know, you got some people who still ain't right emotional and then you got some people who deal with that type of loss all the time so they not really they not really moved they deal with loss people going to jail people getting shot up dying they did you know not taking advantage of the healthcare system we have in place now and dying still early of diabetes dying early of hypertension, dying early of kidney disease, you know, just dying early from having a poor diet. And it's like, you got money. So it's better for you to spend $85 on motherfucking fireworks and you can't take $20 of it and go get some fruits and vegetables? If that's all you ate was bananas and grapes and strawberries and chop that shit up. Make it into a smoothie. Eat some bread and butter with it. Whatever the hell you gotta do. You mean to tell me it's more important that you spend $160 on motherfucking Roman candles? Why are you so fucking stupid? Don't do that. Take $40. Okay? $60 if you can can stretch it. And go buy some fresh fruit and vegetables from Walmart or Aldi. I go to Aldi because it's cheaper. 
If you can't find it, Aldi, it's going across the street somewhere to uh, Walmart. And knowing y'all, it's not going to be no exotic stuff. If you can just take some uh, fresh broccoli crowns and stir fry them in a little sesame oil. Or you can use olive oil and put some sesame seeds in there. You know, go to the store that got the sesame seeds. You know them stores. I go to Alibaba. Try to stick to that Mediterranean diet. You all always tell me, oh, well, we come from Africa. We come, you come from a tropical environment? Then this is the American diet is wrong for you. Point blank. Asians who eat the American diet get really, really fat and get diabetes. It's a problem over there on the continent of Asia. I'm not joking. You need to eat the kind of stuff that your heritage tells you is good. We're not slaves. We don't have to, you know, pick cotton. We don't need great stores of energy. Check it out on the web. How many calories is a man supposed to have a day? How many calories is a woman supposed to have a day? And then they ask you how much you weigh. Be honest. Ain't nobody looking. And then them how many calories. Now, what? how many calories are you supposed to have if you want to lose 30 pounds? Okay, well, you can jumpstart it by eating fruits and vegetables. Whatever way you get that shit into your body. Smoothies, sauteing, with a drink in your hand. I told you I put some, some um, tequila in mine. I bet you I drink it. <laughs> And go ahead and consume these vegetables and shit. And and for at least a good week, do that. And if you can't take water no more, you know about the big thing of water, you drink half of them, put, get those, go to the Dollar Tree, I saw them. You go to the Dollar Tree near you. Find a Dollar Tree, don't ask me. Look it up. Find a Dollar Tree. And go in the food area and see if you get those little, come 10 or 20 in a packet, those little single serve drink mixes. They're all sugar free. Get as many as you can because I got a bunch of them. I got like $10 worth to make these kids drink this water, to make me drink water. Because you have to push that bread and that meat out of your intestines. Point blank. I'm just telling you. You eat meat and you eat bread, grain grain and meat and even the meat eat grain you have to push that out of your intestines i have to do it you have to do it i'm just telling you for the people who have to be mindful of that believe me i know i'm your sister in the struggle matter of fact i got a banner waving it i'm telling you right now i make that's why i keep making kombucha it's easier it's easier to make than water kefir because I had a big old jar that explode on me. Nobody got hurt. It was like in the dining room. Because it gets fizzy. Natural carbonation. They call it natural soda. But the kombucha is so much easier to deal with. And then if you... I, like a, um, I get the big, big jars of vinegar. Household vinegar. Not the cleaning vinegar. In the grocery food part vinegar. And then when that's used, I save the bottle. And so I pour my kombucha in there. It's clean. Vinegar was in it. Okay? Plus, I washed it out. And if I put that in the refrigerator, after a while, it'll get really, really fizzy. And if you want to know how to make kombucha, here's the recipe. You go get you some black tea. Make sure it say black tea. Okay? It could be loose. It could be in a bag. 
If you fancy, you'll get the loose. I went to Alibaba and got some loose black tea. That actually is really good. But I also am using tea bag tea from Meyer. Well, you put you about six or seven in a big old pot of water, set it to boil. After it come to a boil, turn it off, let it sit there at least an hour. Then go in and fish them um, the tea out, strain the tea out. That's a put it in the sink, strain the tea out. That's a big ass fucking shits. And if you make soap, use the tea leaves to make uh, black tea soap, which is good for your hair. It's called. I'm sorry. Called. You can use it in. The castor oil, black castor oil. Use those tea leaves from that. And you can also use the tea leaves from what you use in your soap. It's going to be brown. Just letting you know. Make sure you squeeze the water, the water out, but it's going to be brown. Or you can compost the loose tea or the tea bags. Compost it. Take the, take the tag off. Anyway, after you make the tea and the tea is cool, Put four cups of white sugar, plain white sugar, it ain't got to be special, white sugar. Four cups of white sugar in the pot, stir, make sure it's melted. You need to get you one of them big sun tea or big lemonade glass things that you get from Walmart. Go over in their home section and it got a little spigot on it. Them suckers will be on sale in a minute. But get one of them, okay? And that's what you're going to use. You're going to pour your tea and your sweet tea, it's just sweet tea. You make sweet tea and pour a bottle of kombucha in it. That's if you know how to do that. Make sweet tea, make sweet tea, pour a bottle of kombucha in it. Close it up, get some plastic seal, plastic wrap around the top of it, wrap it up, wrap it up. So nothing can get in there because it's gonna attract insects. And then it's, and once you pour that kombucha in there, put like a upside down paper bag over it. Just take a paper, like a big grocery bag from Aldi or something, just stick it over there. So it needs to be dark or put it in a dark place, but you're not gonna have to pick it up and and move it back to the kitchen to decant it. And you let it sit there for about 30 days. Now, when you go to decant this after 30 days, it's probably gonna be effervescent and it's gonna be this thick whitish, huge flat mushroom looking thing the texture of a wet mushroom kind of slimy like it reminds me of a placenta i didn't see my own but i saw pictures of other women's but it's not red it's white it's called a scoby and the kombucha that's good for your gut health is made with if a scoby it's a symbiotic symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast the good yeast and the good bacteria that the probiotics, when you have to go pay all that money for billions and billions of probiotics, they want $20, $30, get the $4 bottle of kombucha from Meyer, plain kombucha, organic kombucha. Pour it in there, wait 30 days. That SCOBY that forms, use it in your next batch. When you pour that out, decant it into an, an, some other bottles and stuff, or a big pitcher, like I say, I use the, the big vinegar bottle and keep it in the refrigerator. Once you decant it, you need to start the next batch. Put that scoby right back in now. Okay? I have, like, a bunch of scobies that I'm getting ready to go through, and I'm going to start using one of the older scobies. I mean, I don't, the scoby that I'm using makes 
wine. Because maybe I'm, I'm leaving it in there maybe more than a month. So when I get to, when I get around to my kombucha, it has an alcohol content. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it does, at least 1%, 2%. I can smell it. And it's strong as hell. Like alcohol. So, I'm just careful with it. But it wasn't like that at first because I own, I didn't even wait 30 days sometimes. It's three weeks. I used, um, what is it? Hibiscus. Hibiscus has the highest amount of antioxidants. I've made successfully kombucha, hibiscus tea kombucha, black tea kombucha, green tea kombucha, and it's all good and good for you. Now, once you have your kombucha and you start drinking it like it's natural soda, please be aware of the fact that it's a probiotic and you need to be, have a clear path to the bathroom because there's a browning that will occur. A browning. That's what we're calling it. I don't want to be vulgar. I'm vulgar enough. Okay? If there's a browning effect with kombucha. If you hear noise, that's the people across the street. I think they're children. I'm looking at the moon and this star is near it. Anyway, I'm just telling you. Snap your neck for some Dodge effects. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Get the kombucha. It's not hard. Make sweet tea. Pour a bottle of kombucha over there that you bought from Maya. It's like $5. Or you can go to any health store. Like We got bombs, vitamin shop. Get your kombucha. Uh, an organic, plain kombucha. Pour that sucker over there, and you'll have all the kombucha you want because kombucha is very expensive like $5 a bottle, just keep buying it because it's a probiotic. And once you clean out your colon, which I'm doing, from the bread and the meat and the holiday foods and what well, and the rich meals, because we all eat like kings over here. Nobody starves in America. You can go to any church and, and access a food bank that will keep you actually fat. The pandemic is the only thing that threatens that. Our supply chains are threatened by pandemic because our supply chains are connected to high society and you need a lot of people to have a high society. Other than that, you got a handful of people and a bunch of clans, everybody marrying their cousin and somebody so-and-so relative. You see what I'm saying? That's where the six degrees of separation come in. You need a lot of people to have a high society and I know that there are people who are paid to know details about this, but they won't say a word. Pandemic is very threatening and it is not over. There's a Delta variety that, that uh, researchers and virologists and etymologists and whatnot, they're concerned about it. So you know what I did in the gym? I still, I put my mask on. I live in a, a progressive state. They say, you do not have to wear that mask. We good. Now, the stores, they might make you wear the mask, but not really. <laughs> and the gym, no. Employees do, but we don't. But you know what I did? I put my mask on anyway. Because all it takes is one. 
while we all got our guard down and our mask off. How many times have you been somewhere to a bar, usually a bar, and somebody has coughed in your face or, or sneezed in your face or kissed you? Okay, you look in there looking all scrumptious, smelling good, and this food and kissed you in your mouth. And it's like, the fuck is wrong with you? I don't want your pussy lips, oh man. I just assume that all of the men everywhere got pussy on their mouth, and I don't want it on mine. Okay, if I wanted pussy on my lips, I know how to do that. I don't want to do that. I find it unattractive and slightly disgusting because I'm straight, so I don't want pussy on my lips. And that's what I think. If you leaning in to kiss me, nope. And you and a stranger in a bar and you just want to be drunk and silly, no. You know what? I have to know your habits. You have to be the type of dude that stay to himself and is rather buttoned up. I like them. They stay to themselves and they're rather buttoned up. They might remind you of a rule or like it's irritating as fuck. I have to keep hearing that shit because actually my son is like that. I don't think he get that shit from him. I think he get it from my daddy now. My mom and my daddy are like that. But I'm not. I am not the one to be reminding you of laws and rules generally. I know them. I just don't tell anybody else. <laughs> I had to tell one person. I said, you got to get the fuck away from me with that. You doing that new school stupid shit. We all know that it's stupid and new school. But we're not going to tell y'all nothing. Because you don't listen to the shit that we say. And I'm not saying nothing. Somebody had not already told you. I don't give a fuck just like you don't. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't be bothered with whatever the fuck. Yo, God, I don't be bothered. There's some people I don't even have to see. Look, I didn't drink this whole damn thing. I couldn't even get this stuff past my lips. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't want it. But it's good for me. You know, it do come a time where you don't want to eat no more fruit. You don't want to, you don't want it. But, you know, all of our birthdays are spring and summer. So I've been, I had like three or four cupcakes. <laughs> oh, how the vanilla one taste? Oh, how the chocolate one taste? And then I saw something on BuzzFeed where you cut the cupcake in half and flip it over, and it's like a circular Susie Q. <laughs> you know, I ain't had shit like that in I don't know how long. And I stopped eating meat. My body punched me and beat on me, stomped me. What is that? I don't know. My body rebelled against me when I it was just like maybe three or four days maybe five where I just didn't have meat I had vegetables and tofu remember the tofu press that shit's still in that tofu press in the refrigerator you have to keep it refrigerated it will spoil and it smells horrible cause it's high in protein and soy is good for people who have hormonal issues hormonal imbalances you know, I tell people I'm 27, and they fucking believe it because they don't know what somebody that's 27 look like. You know, everybody grow up together in their own little clan of people. Well, my daughter just turned 30, <laughs> and she looks like she's 15. <laughs> 
17 at the most. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Nobody knows what a, a anybody my age really is. You, we don't know because we we tell lies about things. <laughs> if I, could t- I tell people I'm 27, they believe it. You know why I picked 27? Because I'm not finna lie about being 50 nothing. I'm not lying about being 40 nothing. And I'm not going to lie about being 30 something. I did. I lied one time about being 36. And it just didn't even feel right in my soul. If you're going to lie about your age, go for the most. And I know I can pass for 27. Even if I stay up and I have bags under my eyes, they look. it looks like I've been partying all night with beautiful people. They, it looks cutish. Because you don't see any signs of age anywhere else, really. And it's like, my skin right now, this is what I wanted for my skin. It looked like I got on foundation everywhere I go. I have sunshine on my skin. My skin is sun-kissed. That's it. I kept putting that um, cocoa butter stick and all my products, all my soaps, have an enormous amount of cocoa butter in it. My skin is my face is just it looks like i have on makeup i don't have on any makeup my skin has never looked this good using the um i bought b3 powder what is it what is it vitamin c powder b12 and something else i bought that when i got my stimmy money and i bought this this uh facial thing that has like electronics in it because I saw at the spas that the girls were getting that. That shit worked. They advertised that shit for a little while on YouTube. I always watch YouTube. Man, that shit worked. I put it up under my chin and stuff. And you look crazy. It looks like your face is having spasms because it is. But guess what? All the muscles went back to where they was. And I, my face looked completely younger. It doesn't work as well on my um, frown lines, and that's what I got it for. But it did work really well on my forehead. But that jolt of electricity on my forehead is not what I'm talking about. I am not doing that. And It feels like electric shock. I'm not joking because it's one of those... It delivers an electric shock. You know, the Chinese are good engineers, and they'll make this shit work, and they'll send it to you. They, FDA ain't looked at none of that shit. <laughs> it's a fucking medical device. The United States ain't looked at none of that shit. <laughs> I got mine right away. It was like $90. I got mine right away. Because that's the shit that they use in the medical office. Now, if it doesn't feel good, like the, the, the Capacin cream that heats up, uh-uh. Fuck that. It heats up too much. It does. It's too much for me. It heats up too much. So I don't use it. But I'm just saying, I started out, I just want to say, y'all, come on. We all thought we was going to die during pandemic. Remember, we had two years where we thought we was going to be the black death. Remember they had the plague in America and all the people died. And it took generations to build that number of people back up. And then they had the baby boom. We think baby boomers are like super old. They are super old. 
They are. They're super old, baby boomers, but it's a lot of them. That's why they're baby boomers. Generation X, because the baby boomers did not have a lot of kids. They are not into big families. Unless they're Catholic. You got to look to the Catholic to lead this. Because they don't mind having kids and raising them the right way. With somebody at home and feeding them and shit. Catholics tend to do that. Y'all talk a lot of shit about Catholics on that other tip. Because that shit is horrendous. And don't nobody understand what the fuck it is. But on a regular tip, Jesus said, I'm going to build my church on Peter the Rock. On this rock, I'm going to build my church. He's talking about Peter. He's on the side of the Pope's chair. Upside down or something. Or was that Paul? One of them has to be crucified upside down because they wasn't good enough to be Jesus. Because they was from earth. And um, they did. And that's why it's there. But this is something Jesus said. Trust everything Jesus tell you. Trust everything Jesus tell you. And if you ain't got no paper copy of the Bible, go get you a paper copy of the Bible at the Dollar Tree or something. Just in case. Because everything we love is built on electricity. And you know how that go. They already talking about Texas having problems. Well, they were supposed to fix that shit. Texas wanted to be separate from us. And that's what separate looks like. Having fucking problems. Everybody else find a, a kind of a way to, you know, cooperate a little bit. Find a way to cooperate a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Find a way to get along with whatever situation is. Everybody happy. Ain't nobody fighting. That's God. Ain't no real resentful feelings. That's Jesus. I'm telling you right now, that's Jesus. Because in any situation, whether you approve of it, disapprove, when you got humans and they have to interact... You would prefer them to get along and use problem-solving techniques to solve any issues that come up. You gotta come back inside. Why? Because I said so. Because you said so? Yeah. What do you need from me? Lauren, don't you tell mommy that I'm your mommy. You want to come out here with mommy? Come on. She told me to come back inside because it's dark. You can't be out here. You want to come outside with mommy? Okay. Come on. She hurried up and carried her ass back in the house. I asked her if she wanted to come out here. She told me I couldn't be out here. Because it's dark. I'm mommy. Had a lot of nerves. Anyway. I forgot what I was talking about. Anyway, we need to be nicer to one another. A lot of people always think, oh, she finna get on here and and do such and such and such and such. No. No. There are other things that I do. And I'm just like everybody else. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy, so I'm quiet. I'm like everybody else. You coming out here? You come out here. Oh, you gonna make you some hot tea? Hot tea would be great. That's nice. 
No, you do it. You don't need me. Close my door. Close it. I'm happy. Every time I turn around, I'm happy. And I know that's from the Lord. I know that's from the Lord. I'm happy. Every time I turn around, I'm happy. I'm always smiling and I'm always happy and I'm always hopeful for a brighter tomorrow. I don't have anybody bringing me down. Everybody's just great. Seriously. I have hope for a brighter tomorrow. Do you know how good that is to have hope for a brighter tomorrow? Do you know how many people do not have that because of their personal entanglements? Seriously. Because of their personal entanglements. And I'm glad I'm not one of them. I'm happy. I'm just really feeling good. Because I'm telling I'm gonna leave this outside. I'm telling you, I don't wanna be unhappy. I don't. I'm grateful for everything and everybody. God has been really nice to me and pouring into me. It's like these are the fruits of your labor. And it's like, but I'm I never thought I was the greatest mom or anything. I was just really good at being a reporter. And then some people would say, you didn't do this. And yeah, I'm the, you're an editor. You do it. I was a street reporter. I was always out of office <laughs> on the streets, literally. Talking to people. Doing shit that people didn't want to do. Because most people, they want to go to work and go in their office with their lunch and have scheduled everything scheduled. I got to go outside. I was like the gym teacher or something. I got to go talk to people. All kind of weirdos. Seriously, all kind of fucking weirdos, man. Just because I needed the information. And you just ask questions and you led to hear, to hear, to hear. It's like uh, the Wizard of Oz. You know, she would ask this person, ask that person. She ended up with a whole entourage of crazy looking human animals and she looked behind the curtain <laughs> then she woke up out of her coma <laughs> so so everything's great and I'm happy baby girl had a good enough she cried her entire birthday just like when her first birthday happened this 30th birthday she cried the entire time about this or that and she couldn't and it just occurred to me she wanted to go to the beach I went to the beach without them because they usually don't want to go and so my son went to the beach and I'm like what you go to the beach for we all could have gone I said well you went to the beach and so Lauren thought we was going to go to the beach but we went instead to buy her you know a blouse or something that she wanted to wear something she thought was cute so at some point, we're going to go to the beach. And it's like, I'm going to see if I can get my son to agree to vacuum out all that sand. Because it was so hot that day. I got in the water. It was, this sun was eating. That sun was eating. I know I'm not the only one who feels that the sun is super hot. Everybody talks the fuck about it. 
People be putting stuff on YouTube about how the sun somehow have melted out of their house. Right. I hope people looking. Anyway, this is not as, to me, it's not as bad as two or three years ago. But if you let that sun sit on you, it eats. It's like acid on, and you know, and you know, be careful with your babies out at the beach. Let that baby be on a blanket with you. Invest in an umbrella. They sell them at Walmart. Fuck. You can pay for Waking Bakery. Motherfucker, pay for a goddamn umbrella. Let that baby sit up under it. Shiftless. Protect your babies from the sun. That sun eat and I'm grown. I can move. I can get up and move. The baby can't. The baby's sitting there getting ate up by that sun. It burns. Don't leave your babies out at the beach. You keep them in the carrier. Heat is one thing. That raw sun on your skin, that shit burn. Keep them in the carrier. Keep them in the umbrella, up under the umbrella, and put, put some SPF on your baby. And put some SPF on you. It's to the point now where people with melanin in their skin got to use SPF. I use 50. I use the highest amount. That's why my face is always darker. I'm always in the car. If I stayed in the house, that sun-kissed look would fade away. Because my legs don't look like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to take your baby out, your, it's an infant... And three months old, they not sitting up, really. You need to put an umbrella on them. And bring them close to the water on the wettish sand. You can have another blanket behind you on the dry, hot sand. But then on the wettish sand that's cooler, you should put the baby on that. Because babies are sensitive to heat. You been fucked around and that infant had a heat stroke, they're going to put your ass in jail. Because they're going to say you were neglectful when you had no clue. They do black people like that. Don't play with me. They do black people like that. They don't do white people like that. Oh, it was an accident. But they don't never understand shit when it comes to us. Not when it comes to a damn baby. So I'm telling you. Watch out for your baby. You're taking them to the beach. That's all. Just watch out for your baby. Just make, and you know, people be out there with their pets and shit. And then them seagulls and shit be shitting. Let that infant be right at arm's length. Don't let that baby be nowhere off of you. I know you want to sit there with your boo. That's cute. But I'm telling you, pay attention to your infant in that sun. Because that sun eats. Eats at your skin. And that's my PSA about that. Anyway, I'm just saying, we need to, um lighten up on one another and stop being such assholes and competitive and doing stupid shit want to turn up on each other and shit i was like y'all like cartoon characters i swear to god you don't even act like people you act like whatever you've been watching on tv <laughs> don't do that act like a regular person try to be nice try to be nice i'm just saying try to be nice and be open to new people, places, and things. You know? I don't know if y'all heard, but 
Club Quarantine got two live events. One in L.A. at the Hollywood Bowl. I'm not familiar, but I hear it's nice. And in Brooklyn at a park. You know, I don't, I'm not from there. You need to go to Ticketmaster. Okay, the one in California, they said it was sold out. But the one in New York, it might you might still can get some tickets. I think they go on sale tomorrow. And D-Nice dropping two. He didn't drop two or three songs on this project he's working on. He stayed thinking about his money and about music. Because it's not nothing he don't know about music. He's one of them people that know about music, photography, all the arts and stuff like that. And science, because he's the owner of a computer company. That's what he used to tell us. We would be in his live, and he would just tell us all this stuff about him. He got all kind of famous friends. He too. He has like a nice life. He's like the great Gatsby in real life, IRL. You ain't throwing them any parties. Once they tear up your house one time, you be like, fuck that. <laughs> Y'all can't come here no more. <laughs> we gonna rent out. The community center for y'all. <laughs> you can't come here no more. How you tear off the toilet stool seat? How you tear that off? All the little niceties and dainty things. Tea service lady shit. You let people in your house and give them alcohol. They act like zoo animals. Not even petting zoo. Just regular zoo animals. See, in the zoo, they let the animals be in their quote-unquote natural habitat. My ass. But they can just be themselves as much as they can in a cage. They don't really make them do anything. But a petting zoo, you got to be nice to humans. So that's another level of subservience that they didn't ask for. But they get fed constantly. They get, I mean, you go to a, anybody been to a petting zoo, they give you the, the food. You buy the food and you just go in there and feed the animals and... They, it's like they're rich. The animals are rich because they're constantly getting fed. When you go to like a regular zoo, it's like regular stuff. You got professionals feeding the animals. They're not going to give them too much. So they had fighting weight and shit. I don't know why. Because it was dark. I don't know. She popped some popcorn. I bothered her. And yeah. Move that box of popcorn somewhere. Because I hid the others. They on some popcorn. My daughter got this thing about popcorn. So I've been had to keep like microwave popcorn in the house. Or I got some backup popcorn in a bag, you know, the seed popcorn that I can put in the air, Ooh, air popper. Okay. Bye. 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 I guess. Good night. Yeah. My life is good. For me. I know it can be worse because it's been worse. So I'm just real happy. I'm not complaining about anybody or anything. People are super nice to me. I get what I want. For the most part. I do. And I appreciate everybody in my life. 
that's like a first. You know, you know, you get a certain age, you just really start appreciating people who show up. They still show up. Or they like, I fuck with you. What's wrong with you? Because we all grown and adults and we got shit that we got to do and balance. And usually it got to do with kids and grown ass kids. I don't have any babies and children. I don't have any children. These are young adults. You can't call CPS for somebody that's 30 and 23. They have age restrictions. You got to call adult services for that. You know, if you have an endangered adult or, adult or something like that, you got to call a different agency for that. Just for people that, you know, they always want to threaten you. I'm, I'm going to call CPS. I ain't going to do them but come take your kids. See, you don't know how old I am. My kids is as old as you. You a fool. Your mama and them raised a goddamn fool. And you finna learn or you can continue to be a fool. And don't feel bad. Many of us have been fools. But we learned and stopped being a fool. Some of these bitches, they just gonna be a fool. Because then now they're talking about some. We don't want to hear no cater to you. And it's like, we don't give a fuck about what you want. We don't. Nobody even knew you were over there listening to that. It's not even for you. It's for wives. It's for women where a man has made a fucking commitment to them. An important one. One, you have to check. You have to change your social security on your name, on your social security card. You got to do a lot of shit. That's how you know it's fucking important if a man give you his last name. If you are his wife, you are his next of kin. It, this, that, it, if it was easy to do, then you'd already be doing it like you are. You a wife is hard to do. And husbands and wives cater to one another. Even if they're not married right now, they live as married people. They submit to one another. They're doing it right, the right way, like God said to do. Now, the people that don't want to cooperate, the fuck? We don't give a fuck about you and what you talking about. Because the shit that you do is stupid. And you're stupid. Point blank, you're stupid. And you know what? We've all been stupid. We've all said some stupid ass shit and felt some stupid ass way. But when your ass get old, that's when you start doing that shit. Some of them smart, and they do it young. But when you get old, you're going to be doing that. Because you're going to be with somebody that you want to be with. And you'll, you'll crawl across broken glass for that nig. You just will. You'll put his needs above your own. And you will pander to him. And you will cater to him. Because you'll put his needs above your own needs. Just like you put your kids' needs above your own needs. You pander to your kids. You cater to your kids. That's just draining. If you're doing it, it is, it's draining. And shit, you need somebody to like build you up. You need somebody to pander and cater to your ass. So you can pander and cater to their ass. And you just keep the circle going like a ring on your finger. But these dumb bitches, they don't know nothing. Because ain't nobody told them shit. They come from people that don't know shit. Ain't never been married. 
just they used to talk about step step children. That's a good thing. Hey, you got motherfuckers. Don't nobody know who daddy, mama, anybody is. Just one big commune of fucking baby, fucking baby, fucking baby. Well, I know he do this for me. And you know what? They don't ask you on no form. Are you engaged? Or do you have a boyfriend? Do they? They ask, are you married, widow, divorced, separated? Those are legal terms. Legally, you're just his girlfriend with some jewelry. It gives an air of respectability to things. If you hurry up. <laughs> if you don't, well, we know what y'all doing. Y'all just living together, you know, bougie style. Mm, fiance. Mm, fiance. It's my fiance. All right. But them 10 years you lived together, you could have fucking been married. Because a lot of marriages don't last past 10 years. If you can actually get married, the key is staying married. I'm just saying. I just see a lot of people. But the ones where theirs last 20 and 30 years, them the ones you need to look at. Look at them people. Their marriage lasts 20 and 30 years. Look at them. Look at what they're doing. They submit to each other in some kind of way. So that song, Cater to You by Destiny's Child, is on point if you want to be with a man. If you don't want to be with a man, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And let the chips fall where they may. A lot of women do it. That's why we have the suffrage movement. Where women have rights. Reproductive, financial, and otherwise. You can get your own property. You don't have to have a man to have things in life. Okay? You can get you a man that just want to be with you. And you ain't got to cater to him. He'll do everything for you. If you can get it. But some people are givers and they, they want to do it. And they want it done for them. They, they like it that way. And then some people, you don't have to put in very much with them. And they'll do so much more for you. Be, probably because you need it. Sometimes you don't have to cater for a person because they just don't need that from you. They don't. They don't need that from you. And I see women doing all kinds of things. And men too. And it's like, there's your dice in your hands and you gamble, gamble. But understand that's what you're doing. You're rolling the dice. Sometimes people don't understand what they're looking at. They don't know how old 50-something look like. They don't know how old 40-something look like. Or 30. 30 year olds look like teenagers. <laughs> if that helpful, if that's helpful to you. And I'm gonna still keep telling people I'm 27. Because I can pass for I'm a 27 year old woman. It's not quite 30, but you're older than 25. <laughs> so, you know, you're not anybody that needs a babysitter. And you might know how to do a few things. Here we go. You might know how to do a few things. That's what the Over 35 podcast is about. It's about people who know how to do a few things with their time on this planet. Their indulgences. What they like to go 
cuff up, couple up, huddle up, whatever you're doing, wrestling, <laughs> whatever you're doing, you know how to do a few things, and it will occupy all of your time happily. Just occupy all of your damn time. That's what we're talking about on Over 35 Podcast. And you know what? You got to start by being nice. Let's just be nice to one another and give each other the benefit of the doubt. And we know the ones we can do that with. I ain't tell you to be open to strangers that want to hurt you. A criminal that wants to hurt you. We're not telling you to do that. I'm not. I'm telling you just we should be nicer to each other. And you know what? I watch GMA3. So if you can tape it and watch it when you get home or whatever. Or just on Instagram, follow GMA3. Or search it and maybe you can get a video. They tell you about the top COVID news. So you can be abreast of that. You know, because they, you know, people are moving away from talking about COVID all the time. It's just a topic. It's not, we're going to die. We're going to die. People thought we were going to die. We all thought we were going to die. I was on Twitter a lot. And I was looking at, um, it was some severe hurricanes. And people were putting, uh, in uh, floods in Texas. And people were putting a video on Snapchat. And it was like horrific shit. And I would pass it on. So anyway, I was looking at Twitter. And the virologists and entomologists, they started passing around whatever was going on in China. And I started passing it around too. Well, they did that enough to where the U.S. newspaper, one U.S. newspaper eventually wrote one little small article, you know what I'm talking about. And then CNN just took it from there and they just kept everybody abreast. I just watched CNN because I can get it all right there. And they kept everybody abreast. And CNN is in the ABC family, so is GMA3, is ABC7 here in Chicago, the area, the broadcast area. Just keep it, keep, keep abreast of, of the new variants and whatnot. And please, please be mindful that nobody wanted to really say anything, the powers that be. So you need to be mindful of yourself. If you know you get sick a lot and you've been enjoying a flu-free season or whatever, then keep your mask on because I show hair man on in the gym. Where people excrete a lot of sweat and air and, you know, deep breathing and all that. I don't want to get sick. I don't want some kind of fucking variant. And I've been vaccinated, but I still, I don't want to be ill. And that's how much I don't want to be ill that I'm going to wear that fucking hot-ass mask in the gym. I mean, I did pull it over my nose because I couldn't breathe. But I really just don't want to take in fully what everybody else is expelling out of their bodies. Because I know people are not mindful of their bodies. They're not. They're not mindful of their bodies. They don't pay attention to what's going on in their own bodies and... I don't want to be ill. You know, the the people are not getting as sick these days. People can, we've turned the corner for COVID. And you just have to be mindful and watchful. And we people have lost a lot or had near-death experiences. And I'm telling you, it's just best that you be mindful of yourself and don't wait for a government 
entity to tell you stuff. Do what's right on your own. And what's right is to keep your germs to yourself. That's why we don't have a whole bunch of flu transmission rates. Along with COVID, flu and cold and whatever else was floating around, it went down too. Because people are sanitizing and wearing masks. You notice that a lot of people in Asia wear masks because they're susceptible. If you're susceptible, you know, you might want to sanitize and clean whether anybody else is doing it or not. I started doing that before pandemic because it was helpful to me. I didn't catch as many bronco and cold things that were going around. Just cleaning the handle of the buggy. I didn't know about wearing a mask. It never occurred to me to do that. Just to be mindful to wash my hands. Because I always seem to be getting sick. And I'm like, the hell? I usually don't get sick. So I had to change my behavior just to stay safe. And I'm, I'm asking you guys to change your behavior too. Be nice to one another. Be kind to one another. Take take a beat. Take a moment and think, do I really want to say this? Because then they're going to say something back. And, then I, you know, and I'm tired and I really don't want to talk to them. I'm like that. You know, I will let some conversations be one and all that different shit because I just really don't want to talk to the person. I'm like that. I don't want to talk to you for no, I don't communicate you with you in any kind of way. And you've, you've not done anything to me. I just don't want to further any knowledge of you. I just don't. Not because I know anything about your personality or anything. I just, there's nothing that makes me want to know you. So I'm not going to, you know, keep up a fight with you. So don't keep up with fights. Don't keep keep up fighting with people you don't even want to know. Don't fight with people you do know. You're around your family more. They're bringing up old shit. Ain't nobody letting nothing go. Stop that. Some stuff we got to let go. Ladies, some stuff we got to let go. Men, some stuff we got to let go. I only said that because I said it for ladies. I know ain't no man nowhere going to let nothing go. I don't know a man that would let some shit go. He say he letting it go. But he going to bring that shit up. Like all the fucking time. All the fucking time. He going to keep bringing it up. Because his pride hurt. And you can't help him. You got to wait till he needs you. For something, because some girl hurt them or whatever. And that's what they do. Or if they see, oh, nobody can love my mommy but me, they see that shit. You ain't they mama. <laughs> we indulge one another, and that's a good thing. Let's try to be more indulgent with one another rather than being more stringent with one another. Let some shit go. Okay, bye. It's the end of the Over 35 podcast lecture.